I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self-doubt, and I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom, now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Reverend John Clark Maybach. Thank you, Junior. Thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting today. I'm so grateful to have you here today. We are talking about your latest book, your new book, Prayer, The Most Reliable Wireless Communication. And I love the title. I I, I saw the little title there with the, you know, the um, wireless communication thing going up. And I'm like, yeah, it's a perfect uh, understanding because I think right now we talked just very briefly before we press the record button. Uh, that my perspective is that the one reason we're having a lot of problems in our world and our culture is really leaving God out of it and not having that constant communication and communion with God and how important it is because we're not just a spirit. Uh, we're not just a mind and a body. We're a spirit and we're, you know, that spirit is connected to something greater than us. And for me, that's God and Jesus. Um, but share with our audience, why did you write this book to start with? Yes, thank you. And I'm glad to be here today. I really feel blessed to be able to share about my work. So my work actually was a 13-year journey, and it really derived from a sermon that I heard in 2007. And the title of the sermon is Prayer, the Best Wireless Communication. So during the sermon, the, the preacher really highlighted the significance of prayer 
and how prayer really highlights the power of God at work in society, in the world. And prayer, when I really think about it, even during that time and even now, is something that's been a part of my life for a long period of time. I mean, actually, even prior to being a Christian, mm -hmm. I remember a story, and I'll share really quickly. Yeah. Uh, in 1994, when I went with my, my mom, well, I went to Egypt, actually, with my, my mother was in Egypt for a business trip, and I went with my dad. We went to the city of the dead, which is in Cairo, Egypt. And that was like a little town and it was graveyards and we thought it was bacon. And my dad, he's one of his locations, he's a photographer, he's been doing that for over 50 years. Well, anyway, he wanted to take pictures uh, so we could keep as a keepsake. So mm -hmm. he started taking pictures in this area that we thought was vacant. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we saw an angry mob of people coming out and they felt that we were disrespecting them by taking pictures, not getting their consent. They figured probably you foolish Americans. So they were actually started to stone us, literally. They were mm. throwing little rocks at us. So my dad said, run. He told me my nickname is Jay. He said, Jay, run, because we came in a cab. And I was really just, as I was starting to flee the scene, mm -hmm. I remember I was concerned for my life and I prayed. I said, God, please just get us out of the situation safe. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was about 12 years old. And thank God, God did do that. God answered our prayer. So then fast forward a few years later, I noticed that even before I would drive, when I got my driver's license and I had my learner's permit, I would always pray before I took off, mm -hmm. before I drove, because I knew that I needed God to dispatch God's angels of mercy to protect me and really the cars around me as I drove. So prayer has always been a part of my life. It's something that I, I understand can build a stronger relationship with uh, the creator. Mm -hmm. And it's something that helps me uh, live a life that pleases God. I can share with God anything. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so prayers is such a big part of my life to answer your question. Yeah, I love that you say that Reverend John, because I think a lot of people will say that aren't of faith, of any faith, will be like, well, it's just wishful thinking that you just think thoughts or whatever. And for me, I, I was about 12 and I had a, a girlfriend in school who said to me, hey, uh, Jesus is real. Let's read the good book. And I was like, what's a good book? Never heard of it. <laughs> and uh, she started reading scripture to me. And I thought she was kind of nuts. But one day I came to school really, really sick with what I think was coming down with the flu. And she was like, oh, no, let me pray for you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And she's like, well, why don't you pray with me? And I'm like, no, no, no. I, like I was resisting. And I'm like, why am I resisting? I'm 12 years old. But for some reason, I was resisting wanting to pray with her. And so she just kept reading scripture. And that night uh, she said to me before I left her, she said, you know what? If prayer doesn't matter and God's not real, just do me a favor. Just go home and pray. Get on your knees and pray the Lord's prayer. And she showed me where it's located in Matthew. And so I said, well, you know, and it kept bugging me throughout the whole day. And I kept feeling worse and worse and worse. I get, I was getting clammy, fever, feeling chills. And I got to my, I got home and I was so bothered by it. I kept fighting with myself. To, Should I pray? Should I not pray? It's silly. God doesn't exist. And finally, I just decided, what the heck, I'm just going to get down. I'll do it. So I opened up the Bible she gave me and I started reading the Lord's Prayer very slowly, kind of trying to understand what it was saying. And as I got through with it, I realized that I was feeling super hot, but also really, really okay. Like I didn't feel sick anymore. 
And it was at that moment that the, I, the knowing, not the idea, but the knowing that, yes, I am here. I am real. And that was the idea, the presence of me that, yes, God was telling me, yes, I am here. You're talking to me. I'm real. <laughs> so, yeah, for people who don't have that experience, you know, um, it, it really is real. How did prayer come into your life? Yeah, so prayer came into my life. Uh, I, I watched my grandmother pray, my maternal grandmother, and I learned to her just the importance of prayer, how it's communicating and communing with God mm -hmm. and strengthening is something that I later learned even in high school because I went to a Christian high school that it helps to strengthen the bond between the one that prays and the creator where we're able to listen to God and we're able to have a moment of reflection of introspection where we're able to really center our heart on God and then that actually revealed God's able then to reveal stuff to us and that, that was the other part of your question I don't know if I answered that but wanted to say about the book, I think that the book, I wanted to use to create a resource to talk about prayer, which is an ancient practice in a contemporary way. So that's where I got the title, Prayer, the Most Reliable Wireless Communication, because the people I've talked to over the years, sometimes prayer can sound abstract and, mm -hmm. and we think God is distant. But I think this book really highlights the proximity and the closeness of God mm -hmm. to humanity, to the world, and to the human situation. So mm -hmm. I wanted to use lingo associated with wireless technology, like yeah. cell phones yeah. and tablets and iPhones, and, and, and just use that language just to show how that language can be applied to prayer and our relationship to God. But yeah, mm -hmm. prayer has been part of my life for about 25 years or so, and, and just something that I daily do. Just yeah. one thing my grandmother, my late maternal grandmother would tell me, just thank God just for life. Mm -hmm. And even my my wife's grandmother will say, I just thank God I'm here and just mm -hmm. I'm in my right mind and, and mm -hmm. so forth. So just God is the one that we should mm -hmm. express gratitude. It's always something to be yeah. thankful for. And prayer is one way that we can communicate that thanksgiving to God. Yeah, I love that. It, it's that constant. And you know what? One thing I grew up and I, I went a lot to Lutheran churches and Catholic churches because one parent was Lutheran and one was Catholic. Um, and it was very structured, more or less, in a certain way to pray and sometimes more flowery than the way my modern ling lingo was. But the one thing that came about for me because I was 12 and that, that gal at school kind of pushed me to to have a conversation with God was that I could just be real and, and speak normally the way I speak to anyone. I didn't have to put on a special lingo or something. God knows what I'm talking about because he, he made me. So he knows my heart. So it doesn't like, you don't have to speak in a certain way in a proper way. It's just having that open communication. And what I like that you're mentioning is remembering of gratitude because the people, and this is one woman who came on my show many, many years ago from Japan. She said one thing that's part of our culture and whereas most of their culture not Christian is remember to give thanks and Thanksgiving and to remember to have thanks for everything in their life. And I think that's something that in modern culture we forget. We get so stuck in the, in the small things, the silly things that we forget to give thanks for just everything, for breathing, yeah. for the things yeah. we take for granted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, John? And also, I don't recall if you saw this. There was a sitcom that came out or, or a, a, um, comedy show that came out on tv recently i think a couple of years ago where i watched a half of the show because i'm not really into tv shows but the premise was this guy was having trouble in his life and wasn't connected to god and kind of left god out of his life and 
got connected with them through Facebook. Basically, sending uh, setting up a Facebook or, or you know somehow send him a, a friend request, and the friend request said God. And he's like, ah ha ha, someone's playing a joke. Yeah, ha ha ha. And it turned out that I kept pinging him. Yeah, God would like to friend you. God would like to be your friend. And he kept ignoring it until finally it just became so like persistent that he clicked on it, and that was his beginning of starting a relationship with the Creator. That you know God can find His own way to connect with you in even modern terms, because, you know, if everyone's connecting through social media, maybe he won't give you a friend request, but it's to go to show you that God will meet you where you're at. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, saw, I, I didn't watch the sitcom, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah. Of interesting. yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is an interesting idea. <laughs> but um, so share some of the uh, experiences you've had on how prayer has changed your life. Sure. Well, I would say, well, one, I would start with salvation, which mm -hmm. is an ongoing process. I mean, I remember the time that the, the time that I gave my life to Christ mm -hmm. uh, some 26 years ago, almost now, 25 years ago. And even ever since then, I, I see how I'm so able to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ and how mm -hmm. I'm able to love others, uh, give to those in need. Mm -hmm. listen to the needs and the concerns of other people and try to encourage other people. So mm -hmm. prayer is something that helps me to improve in my life, uh, give guidance. I would say one specific thing, like uh, as I go through different transitions, even as a pastor, mm -hmm. uh, as a parent, as a husband, uh, prayer gives me guidance as to mm -hmm. how to approach certain situations, mm -hmm. how to maybe surprise my wife or do something that, that, that surprises her or in training my daughter and or preparing a sermon. I feel like prayer really uh, gives me guidance and then, or God gives me guidance in prayer, I should say. And then also just the energy that I believe that the Lord gives even when I pray. Like sometimes I'll say, God, I'm just tired. I've had enough. I need energy to get through whatever the tasks are in life. And mm -hmm. I believe God has worked through that. And, yeah. and sometimes... God's answer may be no to something. Mm -hmm. It's not always like uh, pr prayer isn't always like an ATM machine where we put <laughs> our debit card in and we get something out. It it may be we pray and God's answer may be no, which is a section I talked about in the book or not mm -hmm. now. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't pray. Yeah. That just means that that wasn't God's will or God's plan. And God's mm -hmm. plan and God's will are higher than our plans and, and thoughts. So that's something that to, to keep in mind. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that because someone has said to me that some people treat prayer to the creator like a, a genie's um, lamp. Like, okay, here's my 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 wish for today. Do I? And no, it's that's not how it works. And when you have a relationship with a friend, you don't just go to your friend and say, "Hey, so what can I get out of you today?" You know, that's not a relationship. That's not building a deep relationship with someone when you're saying, "Hey, what what is in it for me?" And nothing. Yeah. What do I give? you know of myself and you mentioned something else very important which is um you had said that when you as you go through life in different transitions it's not easy and one thing i hear from people of non-faith is like oh you, you christians think you make no mistakes or like you're perfect or something i'm like no no in fact when when as you say when you got saved now you're under more responsibility because now you have to uphold that and every day you're going to be challenged. You're going to maybe fall into sin. You're going to make mistakes. And it's an ongoing struggle to stay the path. 
and to follow God and let him lead you. And it's not like, boom, all right, saved, I'm all good. I got the, I got the get out of jail card. It, it, that's not true. It's an ongoing journey. Yes. Yeah. That's how it's been for you too, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. Every day is a different challenge, but then, you know, God gives us grace to get through it, but mm -hmm. it's a challenge. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I like that you mentioned that though about that, that you know that that's what I I think what is important is that when you mentioned this is not an AT, uh, God's not an ATM machine because like I said earlier when you have a friend you're not looking to your friend what do I get out of you you build a relationship because you care about that person and you want to build a deep committed relationship like with your wife or your kids you're not like hey daughter what are you getting you know what am I getting out of you or wife what am I getting that's not a relationship yes yeah yeah so what is your hope that um, people get, you know, do you want everyone to pick it up or who do you think will best be served by reading your book? Yes, that's an excellent question. Uh, so yeah, of course, as an author, I would love everyone to pick it up, definitely. <laughs> but but I guess to be specific, I would say definitely for people that are seeking or seekers, mm. people that are either Christian or not Christian, because mm. I, I did put some things in at the beginning because I understand people have other faiths and, and, and belief systems. And, and that's why I gave a little history about prayer and like Hinduism, Buddhism, and just the different prayer. But really in some ways it's all the same in that you're talking to, conversing with your creator, who you believe is your creator. So what I hope is that people that are seeking to grow in God can find this book as something that's easy and simple this book can help one to start a prayer. Some people are intimidated by praying, what they mm -hmm. think prayer is, or, mm -hmm. or they don't know how to pray, or, or things like that. So this can give them just some information and guidance into mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, perhaps people that are like college-age students that are in their early, in their 20s, which when you look at some statistics, Mm -hmm. That seems to be an age demographic that isn't going to church anyway. And I'm not mm -hmm. talking about just because of the pandemic, but just mm -hmm. in general, yeah. they weren't really going. So I was thinking a language that they can relate with mm -hmm. is many of them are consumers of mobile technology, mm -hmm. that that could be something that may inspire them to draw closer to God. So so it, it could be for a variety of range of people, people that want to know more about prayer, people that mm -hmm. want to grow in in Christ, or mm -hmm. they maybe want to hear a different perspective or new perspective of prayer. Yeah, yeah, that that is totally fabulous, and it's true. I mean, I remember many years ago, I was praying a lot about certain issues in my twenties and feeling like God wasn't listening because mm -hmm. when you don't seem to get an answer back or, or feel that you're getting a response to what you're praying, you're like, it's just like not happening. It's like I should just stop doing this. And this was going on for a while. And there were like 20 year old problems. Like I'm having trouble paying friend. I want to find a boyfriend, you know, that type of thing. And um, so anyway, I, a girlfriend at work who I think was not super religious or anything had picked up this book series um, and said, you got to read it. This is awesome. I, I thought of you when I read it. And I, I just took the book and I put it in my drawer. I didn't even look at the title. Well, um, Holy Friday, Good Friday uh, one year, um, we were leaving early because everyone was shutting down. And I took the book out and said, I have nothing to read tonight. Let me just take this home. Well, I took it home and I looked at the title and it's called God on a Harley. And basically the premise of the book was Jesus comes to this 20 year old's life and she's having a lot of crisis and he comes stayed, he stayed with her for the week and just talks to her about building a relationship with the Lord. 
And so it was like Jesus coming to spend a, a powwow time with her. And her name was Christina, like mine. And uh, the scary part and the part that had me throw the book across the room was her prayer was exactly what I had been praying, like word for word. And I was like, I was like, ah! Because <laughs> it was like, <laughs> talking about a way to speak to you, right? I was like, said to my friend, oh my gosh, do you believe? I called her, I said, you gave me this book. I have been praying these exact things and she has my name. Wow. So, so uh, you know, God will find a way to get <laughs> You think I'm not listening? Here's a way I can show you I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a really big way. Yeah. So this has been great. Where do people get a copier book? Or maybe if they're in town, Reverend John Clark, uh, Maiden Jr., where do they listen to one of your sermons, come to your church? How can they do that? Sure. So you can buy a copy of the book. Again, prayer. Let me just put it up here. Yeah. The Most Reliable Wireless Communication mm -hmm. on Amazon.com or Barnes and Nobles, those are two places uh, that I know you can buy a copy of the book. And if they were in town, and, I, and I'm actually getting ready to transition churches, but for right now, if, it's, if they were in town in the next couple of months, uh, uh, Mount Zion United Methodist Church, and that is located 3800 Black Rock Road, and then that's Upper Cole, Maryland, 21155. Awesome. So that's outside of Baltimore. So they could come there. Uh, and then I'll, I'll, if you don't mind, yeah. I'll get my email address too. Oh, yeah. Go for um, it. So that's breakingthebarriers82 at gmail.com. That's fabulous. Well, this has been so awesome, Reverend John. I'm so grateful you came to share this important message. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're a person of faith or not. Just, you know, let's give it a shot. If, you know, God doesn't exist and, you know, checking out the book can't hurt. Um, but if you are a person of faith, like I had been in my 20s and starting to feel like God's just not listening, maybe this is just the book for you or anyone in between. Uh, give it a, a listen and go check it out. Prayer, the most reliable wireless communication I can attest. It certainly is the best communication out there to, to uh, reaching our creator, God. And thank you so much, uh, Reverend John Clark Maiden Jr. for coming today to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much, and I'll stay in touch. Thank you for having me, and God bless you. In your God bless. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. They say your first bite of the day determines your mood for the rest of the day. So why risk it? Wake up, immediately order a McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit on the app, head straight to those golden arches, and take that first bite of that crispy chicken biscuit goodness. Knowing it's only $2 will improve your mood even more. The absolute first bite deal. Get a large breakfast sandwich for just $2. Only on the Mickey D's app. Happy rest of your day.
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's app download and registration required. Valid one time per day through June 30th, 2022. At participate in McDonald's. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 